Okay, episode two, Eat Sleep Archery. I actually have a guest today, the bearded eagle coach, <laughs> my good buddy Tom. Hi, Tom. How's it going? It's going good. Good. It's going good. We're actually down here at Desert Archery here in Kingman, Arizona. Just wanted to do a quick podcast. So, you were in here shooting today, right? Yep, had my, uh, my Archery in the Schools program team in here for uh, practice today okay what's all that entail well uh it's uh fourth through 12th grade um i i personally have fourth through eighth grade um my school doesn't go up to to 12th grade but um they uh shoot genesis bows at uh 80 centimeter targets at uh, 10 meters and 15 meters and yeah do the okay. best they can for fourth graders, and <laughs> right, they get pretty experienced once once they get some uh, shoots under their belt. But yeah, and you got something going on this weekend too, huh? Yeah, we got a, a tournament here in Kingman. It's a right now they're doing virtual tournaments. Okay. Um. So we we set up and shoot like it's a regular tournament, and then we, I just record the scores online. Okay. So they don't actually they're they're still competing with other schools around the state, but they're not. Um, with those schools. And that's due to COVID, right? Yeah. Yeah. COVID. Unfortunately. Hopefully, we're hoping in January to be back in in doing uh, regular tournaments. Right. Yeah, it seems like I've been at the shop all day today. <laughs> all day. All day. <laughs> um, no, that's really cool. I was actually here to uh, watch you guys a couple days ago practice. And I I think it's awesome. I really do. Yeah. I don't think I ever see myself being a coach by any means, but <laughs> I I love working with the kids because it's it's fun to watch their um their passion for archery come out. You know, at first they they're like, eh, I don't know if I can do this, and then by the time they they hit their first actual bullseye that was intentional, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like playing slop uh, pool mm-hmm. at first. You know, you just you take what you can get, and then uh, before you know it, they're they're calling their shots. So right. Yeah, yeah I, I never had anything like that in school. I wish we did. Um, I think there's a lot of maturity that comes with that. Um, you know, we, we do hunter's education, and at the end, you shot 22s. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> and that's awesome. But, I mean, even before hunter's ed, I was shooting 22s before then. So, yeah. you know. Right. But, uh but yeah, no, that's awesome. There's a there's a certain stage of discipline and guidance and all that fun stuff. So yeah, well, and the whole the whole program is put on by Arizona Game and Fish. Yeah, for the mm-hmm. state, and so the idea behind it is to get kids shooting bows now, so that they'll be interested in hunting, right. know, archery hunting later in life. Right, um, right, and that's awesome too. And you know, I've been to a lot of states talked to a lot of game wardens and Arizona in my opinion Arizona pushes archery to the limits like they're teaching it in school they're you know you talk to I talk to gals down at game fish all the time and they encourage they really encourage people to either come down to desert archery and buy bow or take hunter's ed or whatever whatever it may be but they want archery hunters yeah. So, I think that's that's really cool. 
Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And, and you know, it gets the kids, it, for one, it teaches them a lot of focus. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and two, it it just brings out a whole side of these kids. Uh, you know, I, I've noticed a lot of um, my archers, because I'm the athletic director at the school, too, and, I you know, I, I coach at a lot of different sports. My archers are usually my kids that don't really care for team sports. Right. Not to say that they're inactive kids. They're just, they're not into the, the team sports or ball sports or whatever. And right. they just, they really flourish when it comes to archery. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's another thing that you get those kids that are so focused. They take they take the focus from something that's fun into their schoolwork or into their classroom or building something or, yeah. you know, any, anything like that. Um. I think it's awesome to teach that. So right, get them out of the video games for a little while. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although that seems to be a topic of discussion on the range all the time, <laughs> video games. But hey, you know what? If they're talking about video games while shooting archery, that's fine by me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's all done with Genesis bows. Yeah, the the school program is all Genesis bows, and they're completely bare bow, which is really cool because. Um, you know, a lot of times in competition archery, if you got the better sight or you got a better, you know, stabilizer or a nice clean release or whatever, mm-hmm. sometimes that can make the world a difference. And in this, it's it's bare bow, and so it really comes down to the kid's skill. Right. And that's what's really cool. You know, it's a level playing field. Everybody's got the same exact bow. Everybody's got the same exact arrows, and nobody's got anything fancier than anybody else. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and that's, I think that's important. You know, I was talking to uh, some parents one time, a long time ago, and they, something came up with having the, the Genesis bows be camo, and they can't even have camo on them. Right. So. And, and the reason behind that, because I, I, I argued that for a while, like, come on, it's a hunting bow, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a compound bow, of course it's camo. And and I found out the logic behind it, and really what it comes down to is on just on the sight rail, mm-hmm. on the back of the sight rail, um, because the camo pattern is like mossy oak where there's sticks and stuff. Right. It's not just a, a breakup pattern, and so um, with, you can use one of those sticks if it's in the right spot. <laughs> right. As, as a sight, not necessarily as a sight, but as a, a reference point. Right. So and they they really want you to be focused on. Um, shooting almost instinctively yeah yeah oh but we, they make a blackout um a blackout for that sight rail so yeah if you if you happen to buy a, a genesis bow that's camo you can always black out that sight <laughs> rail <laughs> I, my daughter got to design her bow genesisbow.com um you can design the bow yourself and and do um every piece of it can be a different color if you mm-hmm. want which w- one of my students did do that every single piece of it is a different color um, but, uh, my, my, let my daughter design hers for her ninth birthday for the school program. And, uh, she wanted camouflage and I said, anything but the riser. Right. Make everything else camo that you want. So she, she actually came up with a really cool design where the, um, the limbs are white camo mm-hmm. and then the riser is pink because, mm-hmm. you know, she's right. still a girly girl. Right. She may be a hunter, but she's still a girly girl. <laughs> and then, you know, the cam and the wheel are pink, and the string is like a, 
a gray and pink color. And, right. And, you know, it's just really cool that you can you can make it whatever you want. Yeah. But I said, don't don't make that riser camo. So we don't have to buy the blackouts. Would that uh, would that cost you to do that? It's about two hundred bucks. Okay. Online. Okay. Yeah, which really honestly isn't bad. No. You know when you when you think about the the world of archery competition yeah. archery yeah like that <laughs> you know it gets pretty expensive yeah that's a whole nother ball game there right <laughs> um you guys just had a hunt too didn't you yeah uh she had a rifle hunt okay and uh she she took her first deer um she, it was a doe up in the kayabab okay. national forest that's unit 12 right 12a west yeah. okay yep that mm-hmm. was really cool yeah the, the excitement when, yeah when your kid takes their first big yep. game animal you mm-hmm. know she 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 had it in her sights and she it was the last day of the hunt too. <laughs> last day of the hunt it was 30 degrees out. The the pond we were sitting was frozen over and uh this this beautiful doe just walked right in on her and and she was so calm and so steady and as soon as she hit it and she watched that that doe drop she almost dropped her rifle. <laughs> she jumps up in the air and she screams, I got her! You know? <laughs> that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. That's awesome. <clears throat> yeah, I've been up I've been up to the Kaibab. I went up there on a turkey hunt uh, two years ago. Yeah? And, um, yeah, matter of fact, I was sitting at a pond. And the biggest buck I ever seen <laughs> alive, probably not, but probably pretty close, Right. Um, came out. He was actually sniffing my blind. It's like, really, dude? So. <laughs> yeah, you know, we were up there for, for four days, and we saw tons of bucks mm-hmm. up there. And, you know, you're doe hunting. Right. And so you don't see – I mean, we did see a lot of does. Honestly, we did see a lot of does. It was hard to get a shot. And, you know, with a 9-year-old or a 10-year-old with her first hunt, you know, and she's – right. You know, anxious, and it's hard to get that shot. You know, and I, I was really glad the last day we got into water, and we, you know, she had just a nice, relaxed environment to shoot in. Yeah, a lot yep. better than jump out of the truck and try and shoot. You know, right? <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> you know, that's that's hard for experienced hunters, let alone right. a ten year old on her first hunt. <laughs> yep. I uh, one thing that I want to do is go. Get a general tag, get a general rifle tag, mm-hmm. and I have a photo of my dad in my living room, and he was a little bit older than me, and he's got this old Savage ninety nine lever action two forty three. Nice. That was his biggest deer that he killed with that, and I was talking to somebody about it today. That's why I'm bringing it up. And uh, that was the biggest deer he's ever shot. I still have that deer hanging on my back porch. Wow. And I want to mimic that photo with my bow. That's awesome. Or, or with my rifle. Or with, with that the, rifle. With the same rifle. Yeah. yeah. But with my bow, too, maybe. That is but, so cool. Yeah. It, I, it, I have an inherited rifle from my grandpa. Um, it's a thirty thirty lever action. Uh-huh. It's a 1950-something uh, Marlin three thirty six. Okay. And it is in pristine condition yeah you know and the funny thing is my grandpa didn't hunt um not not on that side of the family he didn't hunt but he was just a gun enthusiast Mm -hmm. you know and so there's a lot of guys like that yeah and you know he was and i I have a couple of his his guns um but that 3030 i I would i haven't killed a deer with it yet Mm -hmm. and i want to just because i know he would be super excited if i did right you know right And, and it's just it's fun to shoot those old hand me down oh yeah guns you know sure 
By the way, folks, this is still Eat Sleep Archery. <laughs> we do all wondering. kinds of hunting, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I said on my on my last episode, um, I got that general uh, javelina tag. Mm. And we're going to go up there for four days. I'm actually going to film that and get it over on the YouTube channel right on. for Eat Sleep Archery. So, That'll be cool. Going to film that. Well, speaking of javelina tags... Um, so the NASP, the National Archery and Schools Program for Arizona, has sponsored a javelina hunt in um, 19A. They're doing it on a, on a ranch out there. Okay. There's a ranch where we actually had one of our tournaments last year, and uh, they have some cabins. So they're only taking 10 kids uh-huh. for this hunt. It's an adult tag. Okay. And my daughter and I both put in for it, and we both got drawn for it. Oh. So we could do the hunt. With the NAS program, but That's it's, an, it's awesome. an archery, That's javelina awesome. hunt, yeah, and it's and it's a men, a sponsored mentored hunt. Okay, so we get a, a guide, and uh, I have a feeling because I'm on the advisory board for the for all this that they're going to ask me to be the guide. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be ask me to be one of the guides, but uh, which is fine. Um, but I kind of also want to just be dad uh-huh. at the same time, you know, and and hunt with my daughter. Um, yeah. But we get to do this hunt together. That's awesome. And what's what's fun is that um, my archery deer tag, uh-huh. I can use in the same unit. So. It's, it falls in the same. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Same time, same unit in January. So yep. um, I'll just, you know, <laughs> take was, my bow and shoot whatever I can too. I was talking to uh, to Neil. And I'm going to go down Monday and, and possibly pick his tag up too. Oh, right on. There's... I don't rightfully remember what unit it is, what hunt number is, blah, blah, blah. But it's the whole month of January. And I want to say it was was archery somewhere here local. But, I mean, for 25 bucks, all of us encourage everyone to go get a javelina tag. Yeah. Of any form or fashion. Javelina are born, raised, and die to be shot with a bow. <laughs> right. They, they do. <laughs> um, a, a guide friend of mine told me that. And he's like, dude, they're, they're put on the, God puts them on this earth to be killed with a bow and arrow. <laughs> right. I mean, they're just, they're just giant rat pigs. Pretty so, much. I mean, they have no, no real purpose in society, right? <laughs> yeah, they, they don't. <laughs> just, they don't. Yeah. And, but, and they're really good chorizo. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, and and there's that ham hunt too. Yeah, the mm-hmm. ha- handgun archery muzzleloader. Yep, and you can use whatever you, whatever you got. Yep. So I always carry my my 45 and my bow mm-hmm. when I do that hunt. Um, you know, and shoot at those moving rocks as they run past you. <laughs> and they're, uh, but they're they're not bad to eat. I've never I've never been a real big fan of the javelina meat, but if you if you uh, butcher it right and cook it right, right. It's it can be pretty good. Yeah, you know, it makes it makes good breakfast sausage. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I plan on doing with mine. You know, my <laughs> I've ne- I I am not. I'm gonna say this right now to everyone listening. I am not a trophy hunter, and I never have been. Right. And I never will be. Same here. <laughs> but I but I want to kill the biggest javelina I can find. Right. Well, and when you're talking about the biggest javelina, I mean, you're not looking for a giant rack or anything no. to hang on your wall. You're looking for big thing to fill your freezer right right exactly <laughs> big fat pig to, to put in the freezer you know yep and the uh you know i grew up judging bears basically mm-hmm. 
we we would take a trip once twice a year with my uncle and if we found one we found one if we didn't it's fine but just judging a bear you can take that and judge a javelina oh really yeah it's 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 not real close but if you know what you're talking about you can you can get it done so I'd love to go bear hunting sometime. I uh, I entered to win. There, there's this um, uh, triple hunt with game and fish. They they're, they're that's drawing, the one you get three tags. Yeah, and you, you hunt get your round or whatever. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You got 365 days to hunt it, and it's uh, <clears throat> it's bear, mountain lion, and the elk. No, something else. Bighorn sheep. Yeah, it was sheep. Sheep. Yeah, because I mean that's a once in a lifetime hunt. Oh yeah, that sheep hunt. Mm-hmm. My grandpa got his sheep. Uh, when I was like, I want to say I was like 12 mm-hmm. and man, that was a cool, that was yeah. a cool hunt. We were down there in Yuma, yeah. but I'd, I'd love to do the bear hunt. Um, I know you can buy an over the counter bear tag. I've just never right. been brave enough to go hunt. Predators. I just, <laughs> I just don't have, I just don't have the ambition No. to go shoot a bear. Nope. We, we got one, uh, quite a few years ago, me and a buddy of mine got one and he took it. He took the whole thing and I, I kind of helped him with it and that was it. I mean, what do you do with 250 pounds, 300 pounds of just blubber? Right. Yeah, you know? that's true. There are a lot of fat on them. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I, uh, I think it'd be fine. I've never done a predator hunt, and it it's a little intimidating to me. Yeah. You know? But uh, I think it'd be fun just to just to do it. But, yeah, I, I've never even had bear meat, so we'll see. <laughs> it's, it's hard to cook. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> but... Uh, yeah, new bows are in. Some of them are. Are they? I, I've seen those down at Desert Archery. Right on. What, what do we got, PSEs? And... Uh, I think they got one or two new PSEs, and then they got the V3 Matthews and the Primal or Prima. I'm probably not pronouncing it right. Prima? Prima. Yeah. And then uh, they only had two of the new Bowtex. So, them, huh? But... I talked to Sterling, and he said that they were coming in the mail, so. Yeah, uh, Sterling ordered a new bow for my daughter. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't say she might be listening. <laughs> <laughs> I know she wants to listen to my archery podcast, because she, she eats, sleeps in archery all the time. That's, that's what we do in my house. Um, but, uh, yeah, she she needs a new bow for this uh, javelina hunt, because the... Uh, the um vortex that she's shooting now is just mm-hmm. not going to cut it yep you know we can't get her up to 40 pounds at her draw length mm-hmm. you know so but but the uh pse uprising um does at her draw length can go up to 68 pounds yeah so yeah anywhere from 30 to 68 so we got to get her shooting you know 10 year old <laughs> shooting 40 mm-hmm. pounds is, is tough but i think she can do it she's a strong girl uh, yeah i want her to go get one i mean I want to go get two, right? But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, you know, it's it's that's all good. It's yeah. all good. It's and it's great to see kids out there. I mean, that's what it's all about. That's yeah. If I can, me, you, Neil, whoever, Sterling, can help kids. That's all we want to do. Right. Because in 20 years, we're probably still going to be helping them. <laughs> yeah. But they're going to be asking us where all the, <laughs> where all the javelina are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. So. And you know, it's fun because uh, I, I have a, a little business on the side. It's a, a shameless plug here. Uh, <laughs> my little business on the side is um, downrange archery training. And I, I'm basically I'm taking kids that are too young to be on my team that want to learn archery. Right. You know, and so far the, the kids that I've had, have they've been students of mine at the school, but, um, you know, they're um, second and third graders that, you know, they're too too young to be on the, the team. But uh, one of them, uh, you know, they, they got a new bow and they want to learn how to use it. And so I took them out and um, one of the kids, he had a, um, what do you have, a mini burner, uh-huh. a little PSE mini burner that his uncle got him for Christmas and he's never shot it. Right. So I took him out there and taught him how to shoot and, um, you know, adjusted it. He had it adjusted um, for for his draw length and everything, but, you know, it was a little too heavy for him and, right. and things like that. So, you know, we got him shooting. And then, you know, the next kid I had um, got a recurve, uh-huh. you know, and that was just fun because, you know, now, now I, got, I teach one kid with with sights and a release and all that. And right. I got to teach this other kid how to shoot traditional. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's fun to watch them. You know, there's so many different aspects to archery. You can, you can be a traditionalist. You can be a, a gadgets and gizmos guy or well, and whatever, that's, you know, and I'm probably going to repeat, repeat the same thing for the first 10 episodes. But, <laughs> um, I talked about that in the first episode about, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You're flinging a stick with a string. Right. That's, I don't care if you're it's shooting in Vegas or if you're hunting in the foothills of Colorado or the highlands of Arizona. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Right. You know. As long as you're sending arrows down range. That's it. That's, that's what it's all about. I don't know. I, I just love it. And I, you know, I love, um, I love the hunting and I love the, the target archery, you know, competition part of it. For me, it, you know, competing myself, um, you know, I have my hunting bow you know my compound and i'll take that out and i'll shoot it um you know at league night or whatever that's mm-hmm. fun but when i really want to compete i like to get out my old recurve right you know i got a a 73 herders perfection yep and and it's so much fun to shoot you know and you that twang you know as it <laughs> shoots you know it's great and and to watch these big fat arrows get sent down you know right <laughs> right what's that bow um Neil said he's going to be hung up at work until after Christmas, which is fine. Uh, he does want to get on the podcast uh, as soon as possible. But do you remember what that uh, recurve is that he ordered? The purple one? That no, the, no, he ordered another one. He ordered like a custom recurve. Oh, no, I hadn't even heard about it yet. Yeah. That's how long it's been since I talked to Neil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, but yeah, the, the the point I'm trying to make is, is whether it's whether it's in a recurve or it's in a compound or it's in a target bow or i mean hell crossbows are even getting crazy um yeah you can wrap up a lot of money you really can <laughs> you really can and you know the nice thing about archery is once you spend the money right it's spent right and you know you can shoot archery all day every day if you want mm-hmm. and never spend a dime until you break your arrows yep or you're ready to upgrade mm-hmm. you know we you know, rifle, you, you shoot your ammo, and you're, you you got to go buy more ammo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I uh, I bought a brand spanking new 6.5 Creedmoor <laughs> right out of the box. Put a brand new Vortex scope on it. 
Bought yeah. eight boxes of shells. That'll cost a pretty penny. Oh, it did. <laughs> and I still haven't shot it yet. And that was four months ago. Wow. <laughs> haven't shot it yet, huh? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I'll i take my bow out in my backyard and I'll shoot. I, you know, I, I, I'm having a shirt made for my, my archery training, but on the front of it it says aerotherapist. Okay. Because... I feel like that's what I am sometimes. I, I was even telling that to my students today at, at practice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, if I'm if I'm upset about something, I'll go out in the backyard and shoot. Yeah. If I'm mad or just having a bad day or whatever, go shoot some arrows. Man, right. it's so therapeutic. Yeah. You just yeah. you you got that clean release and you hear that thwack at the other uh-huh. end and it's just it's satisfying. Yeah. You know, and whatever's bugging you, there's a, one of the things I like to do, um, for my kids is when when you got something bugging you, write it down on a post-it note, stick it on the target, shoot it. Yeah. Get rid of it. Yeah. You know, just shoot it with an arrow. Yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah. And, and therapeutic and you just, you get it out of your system and you can move on with your life after that. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Shoot some arrows through your, through your problems. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's... You know, Desert Archery has a a 24-hour range. And I'll come down after work or I'll go home from work and grab my bow and come back down or whatever. Yeah, you know, I I can understand how it's relaxing and and therapeutic. But, you know, there's nothing more satisfying than hearing that arrow at the Mm. other end. Absolutely. Especially at longer distances. That's... Oh yeah, you know me and me and my hunting buddy uh, Matt. He'll be on the podcast too. He's kind of been bugging me about it, but fifty yards, fifty yards plus, hundred and ten. What's satisfying to me is seeing that arrow go up and then go down. Right. That's so cool. <laughs> that That's is so cool. cool. And and that that hang time. Yeah. You know when you when you're waiting, you you know you released it and you're waiting to hear it uh-huh. hit on the other end, and there's that you know second to two second right pause and you're just like then you hear it hit and you're just man that was so good <laughs> so good yeah one, one of my favorite sounds is uh when i when i go to the tournaments with these kids um and you hear you're you're on the bullseye range because we do bullseye and 3d you're on the bullseye range and they blow the whistle to shoot and then you hear just all the way down the line you know and you just hear it about 50 times in a row and it's man it's so satisfying right such a good sound so how many and a lot of folks don't know what 3ds are Mm. and we're getting there how many 3d tournaments have you been to myself yes Um, without your kids i've been to probably five or six on my own that I've actually shot. I haven't done a whole lot of them. I, I like them mm-hmm. a lot. What I don't like is um, when I lose an arrow <laughs> out in the <laughs> desert at these 3D tournaments. I get mad at myself for losing or breaking arrows out there. So, and you've been to some of the biggest ones in the state, right? Yeah. Explain how that goes. So, um, what's great is when they when they have like these fun shoots or, or even um, money shoots involved with these... 3D shoots, um, you get there, you pay your registration to, p- to play, basically, mm-hmm. and you go on a trail hike, you know? And that's what's really fun about it, is you go on a trail hike, and then there's a 3D dinosaur, and, <laughs> right. you know? And, and you, got a, you got a marker on the ground. So we're talking about big foam 
targets, yeah, right? Big foam, 3D, animal-shaped targets. And, you know, they have deer and elk and... I think one of them's even a mosquito. Basically ever, anything you can yeah. think of. You ever seen the mosquito one? And then, uh, yeah, every animal that you could think to shoot. And uh, some of them, like, uh, there's a bear climbing up a stump. And even the stump has a target on it. Uh-huh. You know, and that one counts, too. And you you go out there and you, you hike around in the desert or the woods or wherever you're at. And there's, there's a little flag on the ground to show you where to shoot from. Some of them are known distance mm-hmm. where you can use your range finder. And some of them, you got to guess it. And I don't like guessing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't like guessing at all. I don't either. <laughs> um, and, you know, I've done a couple of them with my, with my compound bow and sights. You know, that I don't lose as many arrows that way. Some of them I've done with my recurve. And, and I tend <laughs> to lose my arrows in the desert. Because, you know, you, you shoot your first arrow and then you're like, yeah, that was a little high. Okay, now I can rejudge that. Right, <laughs> right. Um, and then, you know, after you... You shoot it, you go up, you score it, and then you, you move on to the next target. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's, you know, another... Sometimes they're 10 feet apart. Sometimes they're... 100 yards apart. 100 yards apart, yeah. yeah. And, then, you know, you got to go for a hike. And I love the one that uh, that Mojave Sports uh, um, Sportsman Club yeah. uh-huh. puts on. Yeah, seven-mile range. Yeah, seven-mile range. Taco puts on a great um, 3D shoot out there. Because you it's a... What is it? A half-mile hike? Or a mile hike. Give or take. Have, yeah, somewhere around, somewhere around in there. And, you know, you get a little exercise. You get to walk around with your bow and yeah. shoot at things. Yep. It uh, it gives us practice. You know, not that I couldn't explain what a, what a 3D course was. Tom's probably been to more than I have. <laughs> um, it gives you practice going to the fun shoots because you can practice kills on animals. Absolutely. That's... And a lot of times, if we're playing for money or whatever, there's nobody there to, to really judge it. So, obviously, you're judging it. Well, what I'll do is I'll shoot an arrow for kills, and then I'll shoot an arrow for score rings. Right. So. And, and usually the score ring, the 12, is right over the the vitals, you know, is right on the har or whatever. Sometimes. Sometimes. So, sometimes it's not. Sometimes, like, Taco likes to put the skunk in the barrel with its tail sticking out at you, and you have to give it a Texas heart shot. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> shoot it shoot it up through the back end and into the heart, yeah. Mm. But that one's, uh, you know, I, I don't like doing that one because it's a small target into a metal barrel. And right. A lot of times I miss that target and yep. destroy my tip in the metal barrel. <laughs> well, I have a photo um, that's probably going to go on the YouTube channel for an intro, or some, we're going to use it somewhere. Of me up on the balcony or up on the the ladder, mm. shooting down at a hog. Oh yeah, it was like a sixty-five yard shot, <laughs> which is fine if you're standing on the ground. Yeah, you know. But I lost, I don't know, four, five, six, seven arrows trying to hit that. Yeah. So I was competing with another guy that actually hit it, <laughs> and yeah, he's telling me that he didn't lose any arrows, and I thought I could, I could do it, but apparently not. You know, the great thing about those uh, 3D fun shoots is you're, you're only shooting with the guys that you're with in your group. Right. You know? And uh, a lot of times, if I'm shooting my, my recurve, I'll meet up with Neil and yeah. um, a couple of his other uh, trad bow buddies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's kind of fun because if, if it's a long shot, we'll shoot one arrow for score, 
and one arrow just for fun. Right. And you get to pick which one you hit. <laughs> you get to pick which one counts. Right. You know, usually the first one's just for fun to see where it lands, and then you're like, okay, now I'm going to shoot for real now that I know the distance of that thing. <laughs> but, uh, you know, sometimes uh, I'll take my daughter on those, and she'll shoot just the same distance as I'm shooting. She oh, yeah. She won't even scoot up to the kid's line, mm-hmm. you know. She shoots Cub and Pee Wee, but... Um, She's she's good enough to shoot with the adults. But you know? she's almost she's like on the line of getting out of cub, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's almost to that that um, what's the next? Pee the next level, right? Cub and then Pee Wee. No, it's Pee Wee then. Pee Wee then cub, cub, and then youth. Yeah. So she's yeah. I think she's she's in the cub range right now. Right. And she's uh, she's pretty good. I mean, she's good with a bare bow. You know, with the Genesis. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, for three tournaments in a row, she was the second. She was number two in the state. She wow. took second place at three tournaments in a row. And then uh, she had some uh, mental blocks <laughs> later in the season that, that caused her to drop. And, and by the end of the season, she was she was in the teens somewhere. And right. it was it was disheartening to her. So this summer, she... And, you know, it was her rookie year. Right. Yeah, on the team. But so. still, number two in the state. That's, that's not bad at all. Yeah. That's nothing to scoff at. Right. And so this year, uh, you know, the first tournament, she was in the top ten. And then the second tournament, um, we just had – it was actually in Wickenburg. We did get to do one in-person tournament, and she got first in 3D. Okay. And then she took second in Bullseye. Right. And so, you know, that boosted that confidence back up. And she, cause she practiced all summer long. Oh, yeah. You know, she was out in the backyard, and she was, she was down here at uh, Desert Archery shooting mm-hmm. in the range. And, you know, any chance she got. And I, I would always say, do you want to take your hunting bow out? No, I want to get my – Genesis out and shoot that. You know. <laughs> so you know it, that's that's the beauty of it. We shoot all kinds of archery in my house. Um, my, my even my little one, <laughs> I just got her a, a new bow for Christmas. Okay, it's a it's a suction cup arrow. Uh-huh. Yeah, but uh, it's this um, what's the name of it? Um, Geo something. Oh, I can't think of the name of it now. But anyway, it's a real recurve bow mm-hmm. with these weighted suction cup arrows with fletchings. It's not a toy. You huh. know, and the the whole thing collapses down inside the target. The target is the case that you put the bow inside. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so um, these heavy-duty arrows mm-hmm. actually fly like a real arrow. They actually stick to the target. They don't bounce off. Right. You know, they actually suction cup and stick. And so uh, I, I've been using them a little bit with my younger younger archer just to get them over the fear of, of, right. uh, of shooting. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but I got my, my little one one of those and you know i can't wait for her to open that that's on Christmas so cool morning, you know she she can put away that she's only three but she can put away the toy bow and right start shooting a real one yeah because i remember when she'd come in i'd run into you guys at desert archery and you have your big whiteboard out there with yeah. the target drawn on it and <laughs> hey it worked yeah you know it well, worked yeah whiteboard with a, a marker target yeah <laughs> permanent marker target yeah on it. no that's awesome yeah and, and she'd shoot her little suction cup arrows out of her merida bow <laughs> <You know? laughs> <Right>. <laughs> from the disney store <laughs> yeah yeah you know she's and now that she's three I, and that's funny to say that now that she's three she's ready for a real bow who says that right but you know only only an archery coach would say that right, right? <laughs> exactly exactly i mean hey i got my first bb gun when i was four so right you know, there yeah. you go if you think about it that way yeah but uh yeah you know it's just it's just one of those things, and everybody's different, you know, it comes down to money, okay, I get that, 
But if it's something that you're really, truly passionate in, you're going to find a way to do it. Absolutely. You know, and I just think that, I mean, that's why I wanted to have you on. I just think that going to the school programs, going to fish and game, and it's not even here. Yeah. I know for a fact, well, I know for a fact when I lived there, but Wyoming had an archery program for the kids. Yeah, it's it's nationwide. Yeah. And, you know, what's what's really cool is um, these kids, I mean, we're a small town. We're a small school. Mm-hmm. My, you know, my school uh, is the Christian Academy here in, in town. Last year, we had 142 kids preschool through eighth grade. Right. I mean, that's a tiny school. I had 15 kids on my team. Four of them made it to nationals. Right. One of them went from nationals to the national f- championships, mm-hmm. in, you know, or, or what we used to call the world championships you know so any kid from a small town in northwest arizona right you know can make it to the national stage and shoot in front of thousands of people yeah and, and against hundreds of other archers mm-hmm. from other states you know yep exactly yeah and i i remember talking to you about that before and that made you feel really good yeah and that was our rookie year too that yeah. i mean that was our our First season competing, and I, you know, four kids that made it to nationals. That's right. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and we got to go to Salt Lake City, and oh yeah, you know, compete there. And then, and then the one that made it to the world finals um, was in uh, that was in Nashville. Okay. And so we got to go out to Nashville, and that was a three day event. You know, and he made it in both three D and bullseye for wow. that. Wow. So yeah, it's it's so much fun to go to these events, and then you know at the big. At the big national events, there's vendors and sure. booths and everything mm-hmm. you can go do, all that stuff. And then the whole, all of downtown Nashville was um, was set up, like, archery-related for the week. Cool. For the whole weekend. It was, yeah, it was really cool. That's way cool. <coughs> That's way cool. Yeah, I never, I've never been to anything like that. I do want to go to Vegas this year. That's a lot of fun, too. Um, probably not to shoot. <laughs> right. <But>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the confidence to shoot in Vegas yet. Um, maybe someday. Yeah. But I've gone twice now to watch. Right. And it's it's a lot of fun. I watch Neil shoot. I watch Brad shoot. Um, I even watched uh, Brad's daughter Tenley shoot. Okay. Yeah. And that that was a lot of fun. You know. And then uh, my daughter got to see her archery idol shoot, which is uh, Paige Pierce. Yep. She's she is just in love with Paige Pierce, and Paige has actually sent her a couple messages. Um, through me to on Facebook That's so to cool. my daughter to encourage her before tournaments and stuff. That's so, so cool. Yeah, it is really cool. She's a she's a really down to earth lady. So, um, but my daughter got to see her compete, and we actually sat next to her mom okay. while we were watching her shoot. So we That's got cool. we got a little insight on her life and, right. and things like that, you know. So it was it was cool to to talk to her mom and my daughter to hear that she was once. Uh, amateur archer yeah. in school, yeah. you know, you know, and coming up through the through the school program. Yeah, I mean everybody everybody starts somewhere. And okay, I would freak out if <laughs> <laughs> if uh, you know Brian if I came down to desert archery and Brian Quaco was in here, right? Getting yeah. a bow restaurant, yeah, um, or Levi Morgan or whatever. Well, Levi Morgan would probably have to break all of his fingers to. <laughs> take his bow to the shop but you know right but you know at the end of, yes we do have idols we do have people that we want to meet or hang out with or have lunch with or hey go get a beer with or whatever yeah but at the end of the day 
they started somewhere too. Exactly. You know. Exactly. You know, it's like it's like um, for us in the archery competition, archery world, it's like meeting your favorite NBA star. Yeah. Well, yeah. You that's, know. That's Be, it. Yeah, it's like meeting you know Kobe or something, right. and you're like you fangirling out over it. Right. But uh, you know. You know, my daughter gets to meet Paige Pierce. Yeah. You know, and she's just like, oh, oh yeah. my gosh. You yeah. Know? And and here, you know, and then she goes out to her next competition with a message in the back of her head from Paige Pierce. Right. You know, of encouragement. Right. Yeah. Like, that's so cool. Yeah. You know, uh, a little side story on that. My brother-in-law is a huge, I mean, all around huge sports fan. And he lives in the community in Phoenix where most all some there's a couple of the uh arizona cardinals players mm, yeah trying to make a long story short we still got a little bit of time um his kids hooked up with a player's kids and now they're friends and now they're hanging out <laughs> so That's now so all of cool. a sudden my brother-in-law and his wife are going over to their house to hang out <laughs> And every time he goes in, he's just like a kid in the candy store, wet in his pants. I right. mean, it's. <laughs> but he's he was asking me, you know, I used to watch football, you know, and I can go on and on and on about why I don't watch football anymore. Right. Same. But, <laughs> you know, uh, he's like, wasn't this so cool? I'm like, is it Bill? Is it Bill Jordan or Levi Morgan or Brian Quaka or anybody like right. that? Well, no. Well, I'm not interested. <laughs> right. You know. everybody's got their own thing exactly everybody's got their own thing you know i mean i'm a sports fan i always have been i mean i'm a a coach and athletic director but you know i i don't get excited about professional sports anymore right but i i get excited about olympics yeah and because for one they're not doing it for the money yeah they'll get sponsorships later but Mm -hmm. i love olympics and i love um when i was four years old 1984 just uh explaining to you all how Old I am. Uh, <laughs> 1984 Olympics, I was living in Los Angeles, um, and uh, my grandma took us to the Olympics Okay. Um, at the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to watch the opening ceremonies on TV, and then we got my grandma got us tickets to go and watch a couple of events. My older brother, for some reason, chose gymnastics. No idea why. Um, but I got to choose archery. And at the time, I was really into the Disney Robin Hood movie. Okay. I was four years old. Yeah. And all I told my grandma was, I want to see the Robin Hood sport. Right. And that was my introduction to competition archery. Okay. Four years old, in the Coliseum in L.A. Right. um, Which later on played another role in my life, that Coliseum. But uh, that's another story. But um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) that, um, you know, it just, it sparked that that um passion for archery right in me. and what's really cool is my daughter um my 10 year old daughter wants to be in the uh 2028 olympics she'll be 18 okay or she'll probably be just shy of 18 at the time she wants to shoot archery in the 2028 olympics and what's really cool about that is it's going to be back in la and back in the right same on. coliseum that's cool that i got my first love of archery in. that's cool yeah that's cool. so that's that's her goal is to be in those in those Olympics. Right. So she's got to start shooting Olympic style recurve, but yeah, cause that's all they allow. She'll get it. Yeah. She'll get there. Yeah. She'll, get, she'll there. get it. And it's 70 meters for shooting, which right now, you know, the farthest she shoots in competition is, uh, 15. Right. So that's, she's got a long way to work up to it. Yeah. But, uh, we're, we're going to get there. Yeah. So, yeah, my, uh, 
my passion came from an old boy back in my hometown. My dad worked with him. And I didn't know he owned an archery shop before that. And he had all these bows sitting on his workbench. He goes, which one do you want? I'll take that one. Okay, so he measured up my draw length. He said, come back and see me in a week. I mowed his grass and picked up his garage all summer long. <laughs> but you know what? That man taught me how to shoot. That's awesome. And then I got out of it for about 10 years and met the guys at Desert Archery, got me a bow. Actually, I went through a couple bows. But anyways, <laughs> um, got me a bow and then I started shooting league. That started shooting league and started com- competing with, with friends. And then it turned into competing with myself. Yeah. And that's where the real competition comes yeah, in. And nobody's perfect. I will yeah. say that right now. But you know what? I come in every couple days to the shop and I'll shoot and somebody will teach me something. Or yeah. somebody will say something. Hey, Ross, do, you know, do this next time. Or check this out or whatever. And that's where you learn. Is when you start listening to guys that have 40 plus years under their belt. Right. Whether it be a recurve or a compound. And you just go with it. And that's where my passion comes in is is being the best. You know, not saying I am the best. Right. But trying to be the best. But being the best for yourself. Right. You know, and and competing against yourself. And that's that's one of the things I tell my, my archery students is that... Um, there's nobody out here that's going to tell you you're doing a bad job. Right. You, it's you, the bow, the arrow, and the target. Yep. That's all that matters. Yep. No, and, and that's one of the things I love about um, competition archery is that um, everybody encourages everybody else. Right. Even though they are technically your competition, there's no trash talk. There's no trying to trip somebody up or yep. anything like that. If your lane partner shoots a 10 and you know hits an x you're high-fiving them mm-hmm. you know you're like good job man right rather than being discouraged at your own self well and that brings up a good point too i don't care if you're back east shooting whitetails i don't care if you're in la shooting olympics i don't care if you're up in the pacific northwest chasing elk the camaraderie mm-hmm. i've been in a lot of shops the camaraderie in archery is probably the strongest in any sport i've ever seen yeah Absolutely. Archery and competition pistol. Yeah. And that's... And competition pistol, you're you're either learning from the best or you're not. Yeah. You know, this isn't a pistol podcast, but... <laughs> but the same goes for archery. Yeah. You know? You know? You're, you learn from people who are good at the sport. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's the way it goes. Yeah. And what's, what's cool about my thought process... And who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But... I talked to target archers, I talked to recurves, I talked to compound hunters, I talked to everybody, and I kind of just wrap it all up into one, and just yeah. roll with it. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? So, you uh, kind of have to, at this point in time, because everything in archery is evolving, Yeah, and nobody is. knows where it's going to stop. Right. I mean, we got bows that are pumping out 360 feet per second. Insane. <laughs> speed so yeah you know it's just they're like a bullet coming out of there oh yeah <laughs> well you know and that's like the the crossbows too at 100 yards you can stuff 
four bolts inside of a 50 cent piece at 100 yards. Isn't that crazy? It's it's absolutely insane. Yeah. I've only shot a crossbow once, and I got to shoot it about five times in, in one round. And uh, a, fr- a friend of mine had brought it to a, a retreat that he had gone to. And I was running the archery range of the retreat, and he bring, brings out this crossbow, and he goes, now can we shoot this? And I said, not at my targets, you can't. <laughs> Luckily, he brought his own uh, bag target that was a little sturdier. Right. But, yeah, that and it was the, the crank, yeah, you know, the, crank style, because yeah, he was an older just, gentleman. He, yeah. So, uh, you know, and that was a lot of fun. It's a kick in the pants. It's like, oh, yeah. It's like shooting an archery gun, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly. a lot of fun. Exactly. Yeah, I seen, I seen a guy... Uh, he he said 120 yards, um, and he actually had it on film. 120 yards, I have the bolt that he Robin Hooded. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's it's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. So, I have my my first archery or my first um, Robin Hood shot hanging in my my office at the school. Oh okay. You know, and then the kids walk in, Mister Rowan, what is that? That, that's what you get when you're consistent. <laughs> when you're consistent. Now, uh, a confession here, it was not on a bullseye, <laughs> but I was consistent. I was trying to sight in for uh, deer, right. and I was just up at camp, and I, I shot off a little bit, and I said, eh, let me see if I need to adjust my sights, and I shot again, and I, I Robin Hooded it, and I went, well, I guess I need to adjust my sights, but at least my form's consistent. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but There you go. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to wrap her up. All so, right. If you, guys, uh, if you guys are interested in archery... Have any questions? Need any equipment? Desert Archery, Kingman, Arizona, 4020 North Sierra Road. They're happy to help. You can call in 928-681-4007. You can also find them on Facebook or Instagram. Their website is desertarcherykingman.com. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.